please do not. Please do not. Roscoe Dash would be disappointed. Travis Porter. They would be dis- disappointed. Hey. Hello. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nathaniel. And this is... To Be Completely Transparent. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for... Um, all of the love and support we we received for episode one. Thank you for coming back, being here for episode two. We're so grateful that you are here listening. We got we got a lot of feedback, um, which was, I honestly was not expecting. Like I know I know I said like we welcome suggestions, and we do, we absolutely do. But it was hilarious the like the paragraphs we received in response to that you you specifically said that that we welcome it and the people said absolutely i'm gonna send it i'm gonna draft it because we want <laughs> y'all said, to be great they said bet here's a novel and i was like god damn you like to read i do like to read i do like to read i appreciate it um but one of one of my favorite pieces of feedback we got which we're going to incorporate is to do a repeating or recurring segment on hot takes. So we're going to do hot take of the week, hot take of the episode, whatever we want to call it. Hot takes are coming back. Nathaniel, kick us off. All right, I got one. I already have one. Okay. Currently on live television, the number one show in the year 2021 is by far American Idol. American argue with, Idol? Argue with your family. Argue with someone else. That's American it. American Idol? American the, Idol. The peak has no, passed. No, no, no. No, the Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan are fantastic what? together, and I'm I'm dying oh. on that hill. No, I will only, only like the Simon, Paula, and uh, Randy. So do you also hate change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything should be exactly how it was in 2001. Nothing Interesting. should be different. Interesting. I thought that we were open to growth and learning and development, but I guess not. Ugh, fine. But okay, go ahead. What's, that what's... is a hot take. That's a hot take because it's quite unpopular in my, in my opinion. Alrighty. So today's topic, we're going to dive right in with, uh, with some content for you all. We're going to talk about burnout and emotional exhaustion and what we feel about it what we think about it what we're doing about it so I know that this is this is very likely something that a lot of people have been feeling recently or you know at least in the past year have have felt a little bit and I think it's important to give space to it first and foremost because it's not something that is linear it's not something that just goes away and never comes back Um, and I think you know this whole pandemic and and everything that it's done to people and and society has played a big role in folks feeling burnout but that's not that's not the only thing that causes burnout and that's not the only uh, you know thing that initiates these feelings so it's important to be able to talk about it recognize it work through it even after the pandemic starts to subside. Yeah, no, the the topic of burnout, um, I feel like 
in the last year specifically has come up way more than I'm used to hearing it, I think, because we have gotten used to just the grind of daily life and not really having time to stop and think about how we're feeling about things or the the impact that these things are having on us. Um, and this global change where on one end things really slowed down mm-hmm. and at the same time they slowed down for some people but not other people really made a large portion of, of society stop and think. You know, with all of that happening we're taking in we're taking in media all over the world every single day something new is happening that is exhausting it's it's hard to even compartmentalize you're still trying to live your life you're still trying to support your family and work and or find a new job and stay safe there's way too many things for one person to handle yeah and that that feeling of what what do we do next was really really prevalent um you know at, at least for me in the last year um, i'm sure there's definitely been points in time in the past where we felt general burnout but it's just this persisting um week after week month after month like what is what happens next yeah um, and that's it's it's been tough for a lot of folks. It's been so tough. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, like I would say maybe like November through January, like November of last year through this January was like some of the lowest points of my life. And, you know, there's probably a ton of reasons why, but definitely like existing in the world today is existing in a constant state of trauma living through a a worldwide pandemic is not normal and even if you like you know even if you are in a situation in which your basic needs are taken care of and you know you have housing you have employment you have food you have some semblance of social connection right like everything else going on around you and and the influences from like you said, the media and just like the collective grief that's going on, that that takes a toll on you. And I felt that accumulate so strongly this winter. And obviously, like it was it was I'm sure it was compounded by the the weather and being inside and like, you know, a girl has a little bit of seasonal depression anyway. So like that didn't help. Right. And But yeah, like it's just it became so apparent to me and I was like, this is this is an experience I'm sure is not unique to me, but man, it fucking sucks. So, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I I read a I read a comment that was saying, you know, when so much trauma is happening to you over a long span of a long period of time. Yeah, it's nearly impossible to process that as it's happening right so the fact that there were just continuous traumatic events or just an overall state of what is happening Mm -hmm. do you feel that you didn't have time to sit with those feelings or do you think it was just gradual how did that what did that look like for you because you said november of, of last year through january and that's pretty recent Mm-hmm. Given that 
I mean, March, February, March, April was almost a year ago, literally a year ago. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. And I and I fully agree that while you're while you're in the midst of these these feelings and the, you know, the active trauma is happening, it is very, very difficult, if not impossible, to process in that moment. And I I totally agree from a personal perspective. Like I think that I was just existing for a long time, just getting through the day, right? And and I was lucky that I I had family and friends to connect with and talk to about you know what was happening and how I was feeling like I had those outlets and so like I could exist right throughout the day I could make it through the day and then it just hit me so hard and fast like I I cannot believe that I've been experiencing this and obviously this is how I'm processing but on a greater scale I can't believe this is happening in the world right and I started I think to process so what I'm honestly a little concerned about is that the pandemic isn't over, right? And adulthood isn't over. Like, yes, the pandemic adds like this this extra very intense layer, but then it's just like normal adulthood is stressful too. So I'm like, when will I ever get the chance to process, right? And I'm like, okay, I've definitely mm-hmm. gone through like waves. Like I, I feel like I've started to sort of work through it and and to recognize when I'm feeling the physical symptoms of it and when I need to like rest and give my body a break. But like I ha- I definitely haven't processed it all. But when is that going to even happen? I don't know. Mhm. No, that's a good point. You know point. how I have been coping though? My favorite coping mechanisms? Tell us. TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Two hours before bed every night. When I get up in the morning, when I eat my breakfast, when I eat my lunch, when I eat my dinner, after dinner, while I'm in bed, TikTok all the time. Is that healthy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. How much time are you laying in bed? You know, I love laying. Is it laying or lying? Oh, fuck. We always have this debate. I think it's lying. I'm, I need to lay down, but I am lying in bed. Or I need to lie down. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, the English major friends of mine are going to be livid. Let us know. <laughs> livid. And I'm, I'm embarrassed. We might have to just edit this out completely. We might. Or we might leave it in and let, let the people tell us that we were wrong. But anyway. Speak anyway, for yourself. <laughs> trying to get us back back on track back on track okay but tiktok as a coping mechanism has brought one of my favorite phrases to 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 share with you when i'm having a day do you know what it is i'm gonna sing it i think i think i do go ahead go ahead has come from you hey sorry i didn't respond to your text i've been struggling mentally ding yeah there it is there There it is that's a great one i laughed i enjoyed that one I did. Thank you. Okay, well, what is what does burnout look like for you? How have you been feeling recently? Um, that's that's a, a great question. Um, so I I wanted to talk about like just the the trauma in general. Um, yeah. And how trauma 
can mean a lot of things. So, you know, obviously not only just a major impactful traumatic event, but like so many things are trauma. Um, the a wildly different change in routine. Just, there's so much um, grief and, and loss and just systems looking different, turning on the TV and seeing unpleasant things or so many things that can manifest as trauma. Um, but I guess for me in the last year, the routine, not having any chances to be broken up, like working in the same place, uh, sleeping in the same place, eating in the same place, being in the, a lot of the same space all the time um, has made it more difficult for me to feel like I'm getting a break. So when it's late in the evening and I've, you know, worked and done errands and I'm I'm supposed to be done for the day, I'm like, well, that was hour 13 and now I'm going to remain in the same space, go to sleep and start over. And then the weekend comes around and normally you're like, sweet, like let's let's go do stuff, let's get outside like I don't know it's been obviously it's been very cold for the last couple months um and the weekends have felt like less of a refresher than ever before um oh I totally agree it's it's, like every day every day is the same (laughs) it's you know it's Friday afternoon or evening and I'm like all right great like let's redo this on Monday and then I blink and somehow it's Sunday night or, or this is another thing that I think other people have, have felt as well. I've just seen a lot of, of tweets and commentary about this. But you're so exhausted recovering from the, the previous week that Saturday is, like, really the only day you feel like, okay, like, I can do stuff. But then you're not really doing that much because there hasn't been as much to do. And then on Saturday, you, you start getting stressed that tomorrow Sunday. And that's the day before you have to you have to redo it all. So yeah. it's just like there's the weekend and then restart, 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 restart. So it's gotten I don't even know what the right word to use is, just like just repetitive. I think it it I was doing like okay, but it definitely hit me in the month of February. Where I was really? just like yeah. I am spending a lot of time not getting much done. Like I'm still I'm still performing. I'm still doing everything that I need to do. But like all the after hours time, I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here and and lay or lie. Lay? <laughs> pick pick your favorite. I don't know at this point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's I mean it took it took a me taking a mini trip and just like trying to not have a weekend that was extremely the same as every other weekend to you know come back feeling refreshed but um we're we're out here trying yeah it's rough though one of the things that I have been grateful for though in this time is having space and time with with you with my family with other friends to have important conversations hence this podcast right like I think 
one of the benefits of because i'm trying to look on the bright side right i'm trying to find some mm-hmm. silver lining one I, one of the benefits i think of having our world just turned upside down is this this increased desire to connect with people and more availability in some cases not for everyone but more availability for some people to be able to make time to critically think about things and to connect with people and to talk about how they're feeling and what's going on. And I know you and I have talked about this before, but I I feel like this past year or so has really radicalized a lot of people. And it's like it's given people space to question what we were told or what we were taught is is normal and mm-hmm. we're all like okay well our world was shut down and clearly normal wasn't working so mm-hmm. let's talk about these topics and i think you know i think for me at least that's having having this outlet to chat with you about these important things has been such a good way to fight through some of that emotional exhaustion even when we're talking about things that are heavy topics just being able to process verbally some of those things has been really huge for me Mm -hmm. and there's been a ton of stuff to learn in the last year like i mean really every year since high school college like i just feel like i'm learning new information having these conversations and then learning something I had never heard of and I'm someone who tries to seek this information out and even still I I live in this world where I've been taught everything I've been taught and I still don't know everything there's there's endless information out there so that definitely makes sense um and I'm reading I'm reading this tweet that says when you need to take a break and take care of yourself please do so burnout is very real yeah. Um, and right after it, I see another tweet that says, a first year student at Yale died by suicide. And all I can think about is how every time I ask my college friends how they're doing, it's the same answer of burnout and exhaustion and general unwellness. Right. Like, like why is this so why is why, this so normalized? It's not OK. It's not OK. But why are we conditioned to think that that's just how things are? Yeah. Do you, you want to know the answer to that? Do you have thoughts? It's it's one word. Tell the people what the word is. Capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> That's Truly, it. though. Oh, God. It's so real. It's like we could spin off in so many ways. I'm trying to like kind of keep us corralled. Don't you worry, folks out there. We will cover so much about capitalism because it's the root of all evil. Um, I love that tune that you've developed because of this TikTok. <laughs> I gen I I have to use it. It just makes everything more palatable, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Understand. Anyway, getting back getting back on track yet again, <laughs> reeling us back in. No, but for real, capitalism is quite honestly one of the core reasons why this past year has has been so awful for so many people. Right. Like if we weren't all literally working ourselves to the bone to survive, then we would be able we would have been able to stay home and curb the spread and 
if our government cared about us more than they cared about money, then we would have been taken care of. And I mean, who's to say exactly what would have happened? But I really think that this pandemic would not have been as horribly devastating as it is turning out to be. Mm, yeah. But also, you know, um, there's a lot of other factors, of course, but it's a big one. Pandemic being not as horribly devastating is likely if we don't have the struggles that we have. Right, right. Yeah, the the burnout is, like I've been mentioning, it's, it's not solely caused by the pandemic, but it's definitely been exacerbated. And I think it's important that we talk about that and we normalize talking about that and we give people the space to talk about that because it's hard life is hard and when you need a day or a couple days or a week to reset and and function at a normal healthy level then people should be able to to request that and again back to capitalism people won't often take mental health days or thing you know take time off to you know heal and and take care of themselves because they're so worried about working there's literally a tweet just really for everything i have not stopped scrolling these tweets since i initially read the first two like was that five minutes ago i don't i don't know what time is anymore i really don't <laughs> does anyone but know what time is <laughs> i it could have been two minutes ago it could have been seven not sure someone can probably tell me oh yeah it was about Two and a half minutes. You said it here at 17. Anyway, someone someone said, in relation to my burnout tweet, does anyone else have any rational fear that if they stop to rest or take a break, they might just never get back up again? I feel like it's 90% inertia keeping me going right now. Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good point. I, I think I might be having a little, like, personal light bulb moment oh shit let us hear it what's happening what are you thinking oh no i've i've always been one of those people that i i like commit myself to a billion things and i'm always busy and i'm doing the most and like yeah like i definitely enjoy leisure time i'm not someone who like can't enjoy downtime but like generally speaking i always have to be doing something new project creative endeavor whatever and now i'm like oh fuck like is that because if i stopped i wouldn't start again this person has me questioning my whole life (laughs) and my whole lifestyle oh god oh my god thanks for the free therapy twitter jesus every day every single day every day (laughs) it's free the app remains free i just love that but that, I mean, that's a good point that you make. Um, everyone's different, I guess. Some people yeah. have months and months where they're like, I'm a little unmotivated by this. And then something switches and you find it again. There's there's so many factors. But that's a good point, especially like, you know, if you say you're anxious all the time and then you are keeping yourself really busy and, you know, good right. at what you do and, and doing these things, taking a legitimate break could be scary yeah i mean that's a good point i think one of my coping mechanisms is always finding distractions and for me distractions have been starting new projects or always staying busy and i think that 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 ties 
back to my burnout. It's like a it's a big cyclical thing, right? It's like I get burnt out and then I get anxious if I take a break. So I start something new and then I get burnt out and then I get anxious and it's just it keeps going around in a circle. And sometimes are better than others. Sometimes it's much less extreme and I can find healthy ways to work through that. But I definitely think this this past past like year or so maybe year and a half even like pre-covid just like with life events like I definitely feel like filling my time has been a coping mechanism and you know and then that plays right back into burnout so Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to break the cycles yeah I was gonna ask you if you think I am very different than that or you know, how do you think I am filling my time? Because I feel mm-hmm. like you can start new tasks or new projects easily. Mm-hmm. And getting started is the is the hardest part for me. So mm-hmm. just just curious from 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 your point of view um, or POV, like Ariana said, <laughs> um, yeah. what do you think? That's a good question. I think for you, a lot of the ways that you fill your time are less task oriented and more relationship oriented. Like you fill your time with checking in on people, with talking to people, with going out, doing things, seeing people recently. I mean, pre-COVID, you know, you were traveling a lot, you were going to see new places and that's all very relational. And I think that's that's maybe the difference between us. Do okay, you agree? Okay, say less moving on <laughs> moving is that, on is that sufficient is that a, is oh, that yeah. a sufficient 100%. answer i was yeah. like i was ready to break it down like all right yeah, yeah. like what do i do like what do and you just yeah that's exactly here what we I do, go 100%. i psychoanalyzed <laughs> we're bringing it back we're bringing it back it's never going away that's never going to this is that's going to be a staple of the entire podcast which maybe should have been a vlog <sighs> Okay, okay, all right, I'm done, I'm done, no, I'm done, I'm done. One day, maybe one day. Are you shooting it down? For now. (sighs) Okay, One day you're just going to beat me down, and I'm just going to be like, fine, whatever you want, and we'll do a (laughs) freaking vlog. Okay, so I think we've, we've touched on a lot of different related pieces here to this idea of burnout and and or emotional exhaustion you know burnout being that we feel overworked and burdened which I think is a real thing because people have been staying home and you know there's not opportunity like we were talking about with the weekends like there's not opportunity really to travel or to use our free time to sort of escape I think a lot of people have just blurred the lines between work and home right like I've heard that from so many people is that well my office is my bedroom or my office is right next to my bedroom I'm going to just check this email like one more time or like I know it's six o'clock but I have nowhere to go so like let me just continue to work and like whatever it might be and people just like work 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 and that is leading to burnout but then there's this opposite side which is which is related but somewhat somewhat in opposition to this emotional exhaustion 
and feeling like I have so much time to think and to just absorb all of this negativity. I have so much time to just take in day after day of bad news. And I think it's it's so interesting to look at them together as like a package deal and see how how the effects and how they're playing out in our bodies and our responses and and everything else how that's playing out yeah (laughs) it's i mean it's a complex topic and and it's also very Uh unique to every person everyone has a different response to it but um i think the reason why we wanted to bring it up today was just to be to be transparent with you all like i I know you've been feeling it. I know I've been feeling it, even though I said my my real like low point was November through January or whatever. I I definitely still feel it and I've been feeling it today. Today was so fucking busy for me. And I was like, we have to fucking record and to be transparent with everybody, we had a different topic planned originally, but we were like, no, we need to talk about this. This is important and this is our lived experience right now and this is where we're at today so I don't know about you but it it felt good to me to talk through it and have some mini epiphanies and you know just Mm -hmm. start to get it out there and I'm I'm really excited to hear from you all um you know stories or you know if you've been feeling the same way um or just anything just because I know that I definitely know this is a topic that has been prevalent whether or not people have verbalized it or not or been able to talk about it um it's yeah definitely important and i'm curious to hear your thoughts i also think another point i wanted to make in general about the podcast and and sort of our motivation behind having this platform is and this is actually a study that a study that i found um It was actually a a psychological study and the results said that happy people, when you quantify their conversations throughout the day, 46% of their conversations throughout the day were substantive, meaning 46% of their conversations were not just, hey, how are you? How's the weather? They were real deep conversations, which is our whole motivation on, on this podcast is to bring those up including what we talked about today it's not a pretty topic it's not a fun or flirty topic it's real and it's something that's a a lot of people are experiencing and it's important to talk about and even though it may seem negative studies literally show that people are happier when they talk about real critical things so I just wanted to leave that out there for everyone that's really why we're here we want to be able to use this platform to have conversations and provide social commentary and do deep dives and whether or not the topic itself is is positive or or negative or funny or serious you know it's important that we talk about these things and it's important that we give others the space to do so if they would like to as well so totally agree i would love to hear from everyone about your experiences with burnout emotional exhaustion how are you coping what are you looking forward to we can put a positive spin on it too like what are you looking forward to you know that's helping you move through some of these feelings if if you're experiencing them so let us know stay engaged we're we're very happy to 
chat with anybody who wants to chat. We would love to hear your feedback, even though I made jokes about people giving us feedback before. <laughs> no, yes, seriously, please, we, please give us the feedback. We appreciate um, it. We do. We're not professional podcasters, so you know any any criticism is welcome. But please be nice to me because I am sensitive. Thank you. You can be as mean as you want to me. I'll I'll just. I'll okay, but don't send change the word. don't send me the mean comments. I'm too sensitive. I can't handle it. Okay, okay, we'll work. We'll work on it. I'll get better at it. All right, folks, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Send us DMs if you have thoughts, ideas, suggestions. If you want to be a guest, we're so ready and willing to accept guests. We're pumped to talk about anything and everything. So let us know. Very, very excited to have guests in the near future. So keep that in mind if that is something you have been waiting for. Absolutely. Well, that's all we got today, folks. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.